Thank you for tuning in to the Ignite Your Influence podcast. I'm your host, Majesty Palm, blogger, influencer marketing expert, speaker, and founder of Ignite Your Influence Conference. On this podcast, I'll be focusing on how you can use your influence to make an impact. How will you ignite your influence? to episode 15 of the Ignite Your Influence podcast. I have a very special guest here today who is Charlotte's Influence of the Year, big deal, big energy, special person, Ohavia Phillips herself. Hey, what's up, family? <laughs> I'm gonna tell y'all now, her energy is so big, y'all will literally be able to feel it through the earbuds, headphones, yes. computer, audio in your car, wherever you're listening. You're going to feel big energy because Ohavia is big energy, but I'm so grateful to have her on this show because Charlotte Influence of the Year is a big deal, and we're going to talk a little bit about how she got this honor. So, Ohavia, when did you first realize that you had influence? Yeah, I'm not going to lie, sis. You know, it's one of those things where when you're just being yourself, um, it's like, okay, that that's cool. That's cool. And then when people start labeling it for you is when it becomes real. And I think when I really realized was uh, after the murder of George Floyd and I went online and I said, hey, you know, listen, now's the time for us to come together. We need to be out there protesting. We need to be writing our city leaders. We need to be showing up if we want a better life. And people were actually going because I would post about, we need to be marching and protesting and holding city leaders accountable. And I'm not gonna lie, Madge, it was in that moment nine months ago that I realized wow, like people will really rally. They will come together. Allyship can happen. All it takes is one person to just call on the community to do so. And that's what I realized after George Floyd. Did you ever think that you would have the title of influencer bestowed upon you? Because influencers sometimes can be grouped into um, a label for the beauty and fashion girls. So you being someone who makes more community and social impact, did you ever think that you would become someone that they're like, oh, she's an influencer? Not at all, sis. I kid you not. I I never thought, first of all, here's the thing. So I was surrounded by him, right? So, you know, I call you big sis and plenty of other beautiful black and brown women who exist in that space. They thrive in that space. And, you know, I was good just being with y'all, loving on y'all. I kid you not. I never thought that I would ever be given the, the, the honor of being called an influencer. Because again, Madge, to me, It was, I just want to love on people. I want to spread good news and I want to create positive media content so we can not only shift certain status quos, but make sure that everybody is heard and their safe space is created for everyone. And if that's influence, then I'll take it. But I kid you not, I never thought (laughs) at all that I would be here today. (laughs) I'll tell you this, even though, even when I first met, let me, let me backtrack y'all. When I first met Ohavia, she immediately influenced me with her personality, her warmth, her energy. We met and had a conversation and the content creator me was just like, yo, like you need to be doing somebody's YouTube channel or a host. Like this is big. And right away, I knew that she was bigger than that conversation. So I knew right away. I'm like, I don't know what you do. No, you did, sis. (laughs) But you, I was like, you need to be on camera. So tell the listeners, you know, beyond activism and beyond just the community work about some of the way you influence some of the way you use media and hosting. Yeah. 
to really kind of kind of set a presence for yourself? Absolutely. So hosting is my jam and my talk show, The O Show, is absolutely my jam. And that's what I love about doing what I do in media is I get to interview beautiful people literally all day, every day, whether I'm hosting, moderating for uh, the Harvey B. Gantt Museum or anybody for that matter. What I love is that if I'm touching a mic, I want to know your story, right? And not only do I want to know your story, but I want you to share with people how you've overcome. Because when people see you, they see a chance, they see hope, they see opportunity. So when we discuss whether I'm moderating my own show or book to do someone else's, I make it very intentional. I'm also very strategic about using media to pe for people to share their story, create a safe space for others to also say, wow, that's me too. So creating that space of alignment and paralleling these stories. And you know, I just love it, Madge, I love people. And I think that that's where I'm blessed is every single day I get to either create content that brings people together or envelop myself in content that, you know, where I get to meet more people, hear tough conversations, push the envelope, because that's when we really begin to come together, love on each other deeper, because we realize, dang, you know, we actually are not much different. We're the same. Oh, yeah. How did the Osho concept come about? Because I think it's so dope. If you think about, it's like a mashup of a talk show, a mashup of just casual conversations. It's not so stuffy, like daytime, it's you. Yes. But it really highlights people doing great things. So how did you even get the idea of like, you know what, I want to do my own content and come on my own show? Yes, sis. so it's funny when I met Madge, for those listening, when I met her, I actually had just quit my job in um, TV news after like four years. And I was working at a coffee house where I met Madge and that's when she was like, you need to be doing YouTube or something. And so for the people, I need y'all to understand that this is proof that this woman told me I would be doing all this. <laughs> It is proof. But um, how I got into the talk show space, especially the way that I'm doing it, praise God, is I used to work in TV news. And after four years, I was like, man, all we talk about is the negative stuff. Um, I was even told when I got into the industry, if it bleeds, it leads. And I was like, but I don't like that, though. Like, there are so many awesome people doing amazing and positive things. And you mean to tell me that if it doesn't fit under if it bleeds, it leads, or if it doesn't bring your station an Emmy, right? Different things like that. It's like, okay, so it, it doesn't get any time of day. It doesn't get the attention it deserves. So I said, you know what? Instead of complaining about it, I want to be it. So I quit my full-time job, y'all, with Blue Cross Blue Shield, okay? And I got to get into the benefits because <laughs> Blue Cross Blue Shield was the best for me. But literally quit my full-time job with Blue Cross Blue Shield, all the things. And I said, you know what, Lord? I'm, I have to take a risk because I would not want to live a life where I just let life pass me by. And all I did was complain about what I didn't see. I said, you know what, instead I wanna be it. So that's where the Osho was born, uh, circa 2018. And it's been a blessing ever since. We've been going way, way up, creating positive media content to bring communities together. So you went literally from bad news to spreading good news. You went from the death and all the you know crime. And like you said, what gives news channels and kind of traditional media uh, opportunities to win awards and rating, right? It's, it's a pressure, it's produced to something that you you control the narrative, you control the story. Yes. And that's beautiful. And since 2018, the old show has evolved because I had the pleasure of seeing it on social, yes. spreading on a platform to in-person. Yes. So if you create content, know that options are endless because this girl 
went from streaming the O show to it being like in-person Oprah Winfrey style. Yes. So tell people about how that live experience was recently, because it was a moment. Woo, sis, when I tell you so, and again, Madge knew me from Coffee House, and now it's like contracts, right? That's what I like to call this season, from Coffee House to contracts and bringing communities together. So when Madge met me, it literally was lives every day on Instagram. And I was okay with that. I was cool. As long as I was touching people, loving on people, creating positive media content, I was good. But I was like, wait, if we're going to do this thing, let's blow the roof off this thing. So I decided to take a risk and take what was on IG Live and limited to, you know, just the application into in-person experiences. And so I was able to launch not one, but literally seven live shows, even in the pandemic. So about out of the seven, about four of those were all online because that's when we were pivoting. And when I tell y'all, literally it began to pick up and people would DM and email and text me like, Ohavia, listen, this is it. Like, we want more of this. We want the positivity. We want to meet other people, but we're inside. So thank you for bringing this. And so inspired by the people, content created by the community, I decided, you know what? I found my, my pocket. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to keep producing positive media content. The community loves it. And so literally, we've just been growing, growing, growing. And before you know it, the Blumenthal reached out. They were like, hey, we saw that you were literally creating this content in a pandemic. We want to give you a space so you can do it on a scale where we can reach more people. And man, the Blumenthal really blew the roof off. The roof was already off, but now it turned into a Ferrari. I mean, that thing was just... <laughs> yeah, it was major. And for anyone who's not local to the Charlotte area, let me describe the Blumenthal for you. It is the elite downtown uh, location for ballets, for Lion King, for Hamilton, for all the signature productions. And her Osho was there, full production, lights, yes. mics, stage background it was it was a moment um and i love that you shared that the seed was planted for that just from using social media because sometimes people get discouraged like i want to i want to have a show i want my voice heard but i don't have this big production i'm not on you know food network or cnn or etc so what would what advice would you tell a creator who is at the point you were a couple years ago where it's like okay I only have social media channels for free to amplify. I know you mentioned going lives, um, but what are some things that people can do with just social media if they're starting and they want to amplify their voice? This is my favorite question, sis. First things first is the first rule is don't wait for nobody to give you an opportunity. We have been absolutely blessed with free applications where we can use it as a virtual resume, a portfolio, if you will, to show to showcase our talents, our personalities, our businesses, brands, products, and service. Use that. But that's not even the first rule. The first rule is don't, know, don't wait for anybody to give you that platform. You already have it. First, second rule is use your free apps, okay? Go on Instagram, go on Facebook. You know what? Also free game, LinkedIn is going way, way up. Use your LinkedIn, right? Twitter's even beginning to incorporate many of these lives and the story aspect that Instagram has. Friends, I can't stress this enough. Don't wait on a platform on TV. That's aging and phasing out. Now you, now's the time, especially with all of these eyes on you, to use the Instagram lives, IG lives, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, to showcase your talent. And then the third thing is, listen, bring you authentically every single time. I can't stress this enough. When you see Ohavia online, it's the same Ohavia offline, right? And I feel like a lot of times when we discuss wanting, a, a, you know, an own show or wanting to own like whatever the medium is of media, it's this essence of, okay, I got to be this when I'm 
uh, showing other people and then it has to be the opposite of who I really am. That is completely far from the truth. Whatever it is that you do, whoever it is that you truly are, show up authentically as that because people can feed that and they can definitely feel that off camera. So it's best that you identify, okay, who am I? How y'all gonna get it? And give it to them 110%, listen, Life is always in practice, but like with my experience with my talk show, you never know who's watching and waiting for your consistency in the content you're creating. Be consistent to your content, show up truly who you are, don't wait for nobody to give you nothing, and use these platforms while they're free because somebody's waiting on what you have. Listen, Instagram, YouTube, Clubhouse, oh, yes. even do a podcast for free, like tools like yeah. Anchor lets you record and share for free. Um, this is the name of the game. And like Ohavia said, I remember growing up and traditional TV, traditional news, journalism, that was like the only way you could like be on TV. Yes. And how it's like the news, they're looking for people like you and me to come on and contribute because they're like, no one's watching our channel. We need people who are tapped into those with influence to visit and be contributors on air because y'all have an engaged audience that's listening to you and no longer listening to us. So it's like the roles have flipped where we can be successful without traditional media because we have social media. Yes. Oh my gosh. Heavy on the retweet because it's true. And a lot of these news organizations are looking for those who got, you know, the proverbial boots on the ground, but it's influencers. It's people who can uh, inspire communities, uplift communities, and they're looking for partnerships where it's like, okay, we, we like what you got and they're not watching us. So how can we blend the two online? So just free game. You know, Madge, you know. Oh, yeah. Because I actually <laughs> I had the opportunity to contribute local news. And it was interesting because when they first asked me, initially I was like, oh my God, I'm honored. I'm going to be on TV. Like, I'm going to be on the news. Yeah. And then I thought about that thing. I was like, they're asking me to come because they know I'm going to amplify that I'm on their network with my social network to get people to tune in because not that many people are tuning in. Then my attitude flipped on like, I'm so lucky to be on TV to this is just another opportunity for me to do what I do. Absolutely. That has an impact, just like my social channel. If I'm in my living room or at my house, amplifying my message It's but it's interesting because you said you started in TV for years and I can say all that is good practice for teaching us how to show up live yes. and how to speak. Yes. Um, so if you do get opportunities to start kind of traditionally like a journalist, um, on TV, all that's great practice, especially like producing, talking, because you have to do that your own as a creator. So For sure. let's, let's backtrack to what skills did you learn professionally that have helped you be a creator now? Oh, yes. Um, one, I learned how to translate words on paper into like into camera. So it was cadence, voice, inflection. It's also making sure that what you're saying makes sense. And also you want to be very, you want to be a good steward over your words. Just because you can go live doesn't mean that you always should and say what comes to mind. And what I'm so grateful for my career in TV news, what it taught me was check and double check again, right? Cadence, inflection, all that makes sense. Uh, the second thing is how to present oneself on on live, right? I, I want to say on TV so bad because the times have changed, but TV screens, period. It's, you know, the hair, it's the makeup, it's your style. And again, all of these things were already authentic and true to how I dressed in TV news. It just translates different online. Um, some other things are fact checking. Oh my goodness. 
<laughs> research me, please. Okay. It's understanding. Okay. If I'm going to go live and say X, if I'm going to go live and, you know, be a guru or an expert in a certain industry topic, whatever, my research is tight. My research is solid. You're not just getting my experiences. No, you're also getting the education, things that I've done trial and error. And that's what I'm going to bring to you. And uh, the last thing is for sure, community and connection. Listen, collaboration and partnerships are my jam. And working in TV news showed me the importance of that. When you watch a commercial, that's a collaboration and a partnership, right? When somebody wants to sit on the couch and talk about a product, yeah, we get the views for that, but also that person has an opportunity to share what they're good at. So it gave me an opportunity to see the real in collaborations, partnerships, how to speak to people, how to be a good steward over your words. And listen, y'all, I got to throw this back, the research part. Know what you're talking about. And if it's authentic to you, absolutely. Let it be real to you. But no, have those numbers and those stats when you go live for people. Oh, that's real. Because if you don't research, all this is discoverable. This stuff does not go away. So right. when you're like Oprah level, because this is going to happen, you were like Oprah level in like two weeks because you're there. Um, ah. People who like Google and go backtrack to like, oh, this is what O said in 2015, 2016. Um, so also know that, that everything we tweet, post, all that is discoverable. So make sure that, you know, naturally we're going to progress and evolve, but what we're saying is fact, what we're saying we believe in, because it's always going to be out there. Yes. Um, let me transition to, we talked about you and your professional background. We talked about you and the OSHA and your influence locally with activism and impact. Let's talk about you as a host, because some people are like, you know what, I want to make an impact, but I don't necessarily want to be on social media that much, but I would love to host events. I would love to host an award show. I would love to host XYZ. And I've had the pleasure of working with you as a host for uh, my Ignite Your Influence conference. And y'all, let me tell you something. She kept the energy. She did a spoken word. She set the tone. And it was beautiful because having you host showed the creators that it's all types of creators out there. And it made it such a cool experience uh, and a vibe for my event. But how did you even get in the space of like people asking you, can you MC for my show or host for my event? Yes, so first things first, shout out to Ignite Your Influence because I was an attendee the year before and completely honored. Thank you so much, sis, for giving me that honor. When I tell you, I was like, I was willing to clear the entire schedule. And you know what I would have? I would have, but I was so honored. I love you, my sis. Shout out to Ignite Your Influence. But um, the first official hosting gig that I had was actually like a benefit for um, medicine. So it was raising money toward a cause and an effort. And I remember thinking, oh my goodness, this is so heavy. Like, we got to get this money. <laughs> so on one end, it was like, okay, I have to rally up these emotions, these people to raise this money for this effort. And then on the other end, it was like, man, I'm super honored, but they call me like they could have called anybody. Like I just, you know, I had just left news. I wasn't really in this space. And so getting into hosting, I later asked the person who booked me, I said, what made you want to, you know, book me? I just want to know, you know, for future reference. And she told me this, and I kid you not mad. She said, I watch you go live every day on Instagram, same energy, you never switch up. 
And I was like, well, if she's doing this online, she could do it in person. So that's why I took your profile to the team. They loved how you presented yourself and we decided to book you. That was also one of my first big bags for just holding a mic match. It was insane, right? And so literally for those who are listening and you wanna get into hosting, moderating, it literally starts with your local nonprofit chapters. Ask them, how can I serve you in this space? What are some events coming up? How can I use this energy I have? Also let them know how it aligns, right? So with that particular booking, uh, my grandma, both grandmas on both sides survived stage four cancer. And so for me, it was beautiful to not only serve where I survived, but also they understood what I was bringing, the energy I was bringing, and then it also aligned. So if you wanna get into hosting and moderating, start with local nonprofits. They're always looking for people to amp up a lot of their year-end events, their summer events, all of their events, because again, with nonprofits, it's usually they're doing the work and sometimes all they need is that one person to add a little sparkle. So be that sparkle for a nonprofit, go serve somebody. So that's how I got into it. <laughs> So again, it's that journey started on social media. It started with you being consistent and showing up on your platform, yes. which reached a lot of people that showed them what you could do. So it sounds like the O Show, it sounds like your Charlotte Impact, it sounds like your MC and hosting all started with what you can control, which was the content you were already creating. So I think that's a gem for everyone. Create on your own, do your own thing because people will see it and they'll want you a part of what they are doing. Cause they're watching what you already doing. Like you're already doing the work. Right. For I real. Yeah, I, yep. I know, right? I know. And what's okay, okay. I love oh, it. You're, you're good. No, no, literally, I was I was echoing what you were saying, like just the excitement and the joy that people you could literally get paid to be yourself. No, seriously. Like you you utilize social media strategically and it's opened up so many doors for you. And it's so encouraging for the listeners to know just what is possible. Remind me, I feel like you went viral last year, like someone major yes. reposted you. Yes. So tell me that story because I'm like, I saw your following, like you had an impact, but your reach grew, your following grew. Mm -hmm. Tell us how that happened last year. Oh my goodness. So remember when we were talking earlier, I was saying like, I literally wanted, I was very inspired by um, the, very inspired by just activism and advocacy work following the murder of George Floyd. So there was one day that I went live and I said, wow, I said, influencers, we need you. So I did a call out to influencers. I said, influencers, we need you. This is a time now to use your platform with purpose and impact. I see a lot of my favorites and literally I'm like, where y'all at? And this is completely excluding majesty. I wanna be very clear about that, okay? Completely excluding majesty. I was talking about other people out of Charlotte, North Carolina, if we wanna be exact. And they were my favorites. And I was like, man, I don't see anybody speaking up. And what I wasn't asking was for anybody to be nobody's pastor, therapist, or even post anything that went completely against your authenticity. I was just looking for many of these big time celebrities, personalities, influencers to loan their platform to edify what was really happening in our community. So I went live and I kind of vented, sis. I'm not gonna lie, I kind of aired it out. I did real Brooklyn. I was like, where y'all at? Like it was a whole situation. I'm talking, I was so afraid that people was gonna cancel me. I remember going to sleep like it's over for me. I'll never be a talk show host. People are gonna be mad at me. And so I fell asleep with 5,000 followers, Madge and friends. I literally woke up 
with 10,000 followers. And the reason why is because many celebrities, actors and actresses shared that video of me calling people out to use their platforms with purpose. To name a few, D.L. Hughley, to name a few. Uh, Y'all know him as Toby. I know him as Tobey Nguigwe, the one that wears the all mint with his wife fat and the family is amazing. He shared, um, and there were many other actors and actresses that shared and they were like, who is this girl? Like she talking really real. And I remember thinking, I'm gonna be canceled. Like, this is it for me, you can't, use people's applications and platforms to check them. But I took a risk and it's really what I felt. It's what I felt deep down and it was honest to me. And so Madge, to see it go viral in 24 hours, taking me from like 5,000 followers to 10K speaking truth, I also wanna put a pin that you can absolutely go viral for positive reasons. Just make the message be authentic to who you are. That's the whole world. I, I could shout and run on that. Okay. No, Toby, so ironic you were talking about him. I was just talking about him to uh, my husband because Kev on stage did this like, um, like a skit or like a, a skit yeah. or whatever. It was so good. I was like, yo, he's got, cause you know, he has this unique way of like capturing his rap and getting in his grill. And it was so funny. So anyway, that's so ironic. Cause I was literally just talking about him I and his you. wife. The way they do art is beautiful. Um, wow, so literally doubled your influence, it your did. reach for something that was scary that you said, for something that was truth that you said. And, and, and here's the beautiful part too, not heavily produced, not a big old fancy production, like you, you speaking from the heart. Uh, that's the word too, to know that like, all right, you don't have to have this expensive camera, producer, this amazing editing software. Like she, she spoke from the heart. Yeah, and that reach people, and that's what calls her to amplify her message. So that's so bomb. The, the last question I'll ask you, and I ask all my guests for my listeners. Everyone listens to this podcast because they want to know ways that they can ignite their influence. So my closing question is: Any advice for the listeners for how can they ignite their influence? Igniting your influence is showing up every day, consistent, real. Listen, I've been there, y'all. Look, before the Osho was picked up by the Blumenthal, I was recording on a cracked iPhone 4 in my grandmother's living room after work. So after doing a full shift in TV news, I would go visit my Nana, but low key, I loved how her living room looked. So I would just set up like a talk show <laughs> and go live. Um, but I don't know who needs to hear this, but listen, you don't need the fancy equipment, create. You don't need nobody to give you a seat at the table, create. You don't need nobody giving you nothing. You have everything that you need inside of you. And a major part of igniting your influence is showing up. So show up every day. I don't care if it's YouTube, Clubhouse. I don't care if you got two people. I used to go live, Madge, and there was only one person on my live. Now we up to like a hundred and something. No, actually a thousand if we include the replay, right? So listen, creatives, ignite your influence, show up every day. I don't care who shows up on your live and who don't. I don't care who likes your content or who don't. At the end of the day, if it was real to you, if it was real for you, make it real for others, right? And just continue to show up every day. Be who you are. Listen, press that live button. Stop being scared. Okay, listen, do that collaboration. Reach out to that person because you never know how it can completely open doors up for you in your authenticity. So how do you ignite your influence? Listen, go live every day or whatever your thing is. Do it, show up, because I guarantee there's one person looking for you and there's that one person who can open the door for you. I've seen it. It's real. All right, listeners, on that note, I'm going to leave with her last gem of just getting out there, just doing the work and just creating. 
So on that, I have nothing else to say. I mean, I, I'm just over here, just full. My soul is just full. And I am um, proud to be in the same city, breathing the air that you breathe, because um, you are greatness. And I, I feel like this is, I think like I almost need to like save this, like, oh my God, I had a conversation with, oh, <laughs> she like blew up and was on People Magazine. Like, this is a moment. Like, I feel like this is going to be like a rare, this is going to be worth something. It will. Um, okay. I'm proud of you and, and listeners. I hope you're inspired by her story. She inspired me. And I thought I want to share this inspiration with you all. Thank you for tuning in. This is episode 15 and continue to ignite your influence. Thank you for tuning in to the Ignite Your Influence podcast. If you like this episode, continue to listen, subscribe, and share with at least one person who can benefit. And remember, always use your influence to create real impact.